Should we uh, get into it? Yeah. Let's get mangled. Hello, friends. This is It Came From a Basement, a show where we cover the contents of the 96 discs inside a mysterious DVD binder that has been delivered to us via the turning wheel of fate. I'm Dean. He, him. Ah, I'm stuck in a house. I'm Dan. He, him. Ah, I'm stuck in a... They're putting me in a mangler. (laughs) I'm Roxy. She, her. Ah, I'm breaking into a house, and oh no, I'm stuck in here too. Ah, <laughs> we did. That's the movie. Everybody, that's the movie. Congratulations! This is fucking twenty twenty. The Mangler, that machine. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. just such a great visual metaphor for this year. Oh, the yeah, Mangler yeah, yeah. itself. Yeah. Hi everyone, welcome. We're talking about the Mangler Reborn, the threequel, the two thousand and five film in the Mangler series. Uh, based on the Stephen King short story. Well, they mined where, a lot of content out of a short story by Stephen King. Where like a, I think so. I don't. I didn't do almost any research. I think like a possessed laundry machine eats people. Let's see the man. Uh, sounds good to me. That sounds like a Stephen King thing. And then in the sequel, Mangler Two, there's no Mangler. Uh, and everyone says it's really bad. Lance Hendrickson is in it. Oh. And, uh, it's... My boy Lance is in it? Yeah, Lance is in it. Uh, mm. apparently <clears throat> it's really bad. Uh, and then this one is The Mangler Reborn, uh, where they were like, we gotta bring The Mangler back, and you don't need to see the first two movies to understand this one. Right. Because it's so, like a, it's like a reboot, The Reborn. Yeah, it, it's something. Definitely. They definitely made a movie, I think. It's yeah, this, I would say this is a movie. Um. So Okay, so really quick. Uh, the setting. This is on the Wikipedia page for the original short story, The Mangler. It was published in Night Shift in 1978. Ah, wait, uh, let me look over into my bookshelf. Infamous uh, Night Shift. That's where uh, other stuff came from, right? Yes. Some other stuff, yeah. Wait, do I not Isn't have... that the movie with the bat? Doesn't some? I've seen a movie where a guy fights a bat in a cave. Do I not have Night Shift? I think Night Shift is one of the collections I don't own. So, I'm sorry. It was originally published in Cavalier Magazine in December 1972, but collected Mm -hmm. in Night Shift. Um, So, the setting. This is verbatim from the Wikipedia page. The Mangler is set in an American town, and the action largely takes place in an industrial laundry. Stephen King has stated that among the many jobs he he took to support his family before he became famous, he worked in an industrial laundry. Okay. Um, that is the setting. Uh, I'm going to read the plot summary really quick, and we can compare and contrast to this, this film. A police detective investigating a sudden rash of grisly deaths caused by an industrial laundry press called a mangle discovers that a series of unfortunate coincidences involving the machine have inadvertently replicated a demon-summoning ritual. Whoa, that sounds amazing! So Why didn't we watch that one? Accidentally... So a bunch of shit that happened accidentally replicated a demon summoning ritual. That is the pr- initial premise. Okay. Yeah, like the the uh, is that meaning like the menial task of a job of I, like working in that factory is like akin to doing a, a demon summoning wit- ritual? I'll, I'll, I'll is actually the next sentence here. It says what happened. 
Due to various ingredients, including medicine containing an extract of nightshade, a live bat, and fresh blood getting into the oh. machine being combined, the machine itself has become possessed by a demon. Okay. The, the story ends after the detective and his friend underestimate the demon's power, and, and in seeking to exercise the machine, instead goad it into ripping free of its moorings and prowling the streets in search of fresh prey. <laughs> Like a like a washing machine, I'm assuming. It's like walking around. It's more like there's a picture of it on the Wikipedia page. I will send it to you too. It looks more like um like almost like a presser. Like you'd press something into it maybe to like you can, I put it in So the, it looks like oh, it looks like it would mangle you. It looks like it would mangle you. Okay. It looks it looks like there are there's a bit of this in the actual mangler that we see in this film i think mm-hmm. the movie that we watched um so that movie was uh adapted into a 1995 toby hooper movie the original mangler was a toby hooper joint um uh took um starring some... robert england yep and ted levine mm-hmm. and followed by two sequels the mangler 2 uh and mangler reborn um, apparently, The Mangler 2 was critically panned for being similar to The Lawnmower Man. Whoa. <laughs> what? Because everyone hates The Lawnmower Man, right? <laughs> yeah, but isn't The Lawnmower Man, like, exceptionally odd? I, I guess so. I'm um, pretty sure that movie's, like, fucking weirdy and CGI-filled. Wait, when that wasn't a good thing. Hold on, I just saw the description for the end of Mangler Two, where uh, a the a character gets a text message that says, "You've been mangled." <laughs> <laughs> well, because so, because the Mangler in the sequel is yeah. a computer virus. It's a computer virus. What? Um, not a not a crushing machine. It is just a computer virus. Well, so this is interesting. It came out in 2002. Oh it's also known as the Mangler 2 Graduation Day. And the fact that it's for about a, a, a demon-possessed computer is very similar to a very specific episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which almost certainly came out before this. Hmm. Uh, so it's really interesting. I think they plagiarized Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's literally well, an episode of that also, show. That's well, also then, what, wait. like, the Lawnmower Man is about, right? Oh, that's is it? Yeah. Like a, uh, okay. yeah, that's like a guy in a computer virus monster thing. Okay, well, then Buffy the Empire Sire plagiarized uh, uh, Lawnmower Man. <laughs> I want to watch The Mangler 2. I don't. Yeah. Like, really bad. I, Why not? Actually, it probably is way better than this one. I hope. This one is just dumb. Yeah, this one was dumb. Uh, this one is oh my god, the third entry, written and directed by Matt Cum- Cunningham and Eric Gardner. Uh, Matt, is there Cum- any relation to Sean Cunningham? Uh, I don't know. How would I find that out? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Probably by the internet. Um, let me see. I'll try to figure it out. Yeah, please do. Oh, mm-hmm. excuse me. Oh, my God. I'm dying. Oh, I put Matt Chunningham. Damn. <laughs> Matt Chunningham. Uh, directed Decampitated uh, and uh, Lexi. Uh, he wrote those and Live Through This. Wait, is this two titles? 
Live through this, Julia X. Is that one title or two things? I don't things? know. I have no idea. Because Live Through This, Julia X, is a great title. <laughs> I need to know more about that before I go on. I'm very intrigued. I don't think it is. Either. We think it's two things? Think, yeah, I'm assuming it's a different, they're unrelated. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Speaking of Sean Cunningham, is anyone else, Roxy, in your uh, abode watch any more friday 13th films no we watched the second one um and that's as hard as we've gotten so far um uh, what was the consensus on that one uh it was it was good i think it, it feels pretty similar to the first one i think i don't really think those two are too much different in terms of like the what the actual movie is going for except of course it's, hey know, get ready for that feeling yeah until six yeah pretty, and even then yeah, you know, it only strays so far. I mean, honestly, this time around, yeah. I did I did quite like those, uh, the first two. So mm-hmm. I don't think it'll. I be... like two a lot. I yeah. like two quite a bit. Two ranks quite high for me. Um, on, even if it's the same, but every, but Jason just gets more insane every movie. That's I'm cool with that. I'm yeah, cool with every movie movies. they do a thing where you're like, oh, I guess he can do that, huh? Yeah. Or wow, I guess he can survive that, huh? Yeah. And just keep doing that for an entire series <laughs> until he's a zombie. Um, I didn't know that the CW was looking into making a Friday the 13th show like six years ago because they should have done that. They should have done that. It was going to be called yeah. Friday the 13th Crystal Lake Chronicles. Yo, that's what I thought a TV show should be called about if yeah. they ever wanted to do it. That's the obvious stupid choice, but I thought it was a goofy one. Um, good, reportedly, good goofy for that. Crystal what would it, how would how would the show go? He reportedly, this is about Cunningham talking about this. He reportedly said that the basic premise of the series would focus on the real. Oh city wait, of Cunningham, Lake. like this was guy was no, 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 no to make that. Sorry, Sean Cunningham. Who the no. hell is Sean Cunningham? He's the he's the <laughs> originator of the Friday Thirteenth. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. He's the guy he created Friday the Thirteenth. Okay, he's like okay. The main producing shepherd no relation like, so i was so confused no relation to this other Sean cunningham except okay they have the same last name um uh focus on the real city of crystal lake and the effect the serialized films has had on its real life counterpart this would allow That's them to awesome. reimagine jason in a more grounded reality as the films we based off of the real life killings that took place at the camp with both the hockey mess jason and a more serious backwoods inspired killer making appearances throughout hmm. interesting yeah, just make it about the town that's had this fucking zombie keep showing up all yeah. the goddamn time. Fucking, you know, up the lives of their young people. Yeah. That's a show. It and then he keeps thing. coming back every once in a while and you gotta fight him or something. But they did not end up making this, I guess. Stupid. Six years ago. Maybe they're still in development. Maybe it's a, just a long tale. Um, so anyway. Anyway, uh, Eric Gardner directed Blue Hole... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he directed Blue Hole, uh, the pilot for I Am an Exorcist, uh, Hag Monsterland. I Am a Teenage Exorcist. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good t- TM, 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 motherfuckers. And Dream Takers. Um, starring, here we go into the cast. Uh, Amy Brooks plays Jamie sorority house massacre kids have rights to critters three the princess and the dwarf reggie bannister plays rick 
Fuck, uh, yes. Reggie, Reggie Bannister, Bannister plays the ice cream guy? Yes. From Phantasm. Reggie. Phantasm 2, Phantasm 3, Lord of the Dead, and Phantasm 4, Oblivion. Uh, and Phantasm 5, Ravager. I'm getting to it. Bubba Hotep. Uh, Phantasm Yo, 5 Ravager. Bubba Hotep fucks. Watch Bubba Hotep. Uh, Disaster Wars, Earthquake vs. Tsunami, Bloody Bloody Bible Camp, The Ghastly Love of Johnny X, Bone Jangles, <laughs> Not Another B-Movie, <laughs> and It Came from Trafalgar. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I liked Phantasm 1. I haven't seen any of the rest of them. You're... Well, I don't know. They're interesting. Uh, it's kind of like what if David Lynch made a slasher series? Yeah, because the they first one was they like make a lick of fucking sense. I didn't know what was going on. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought, I thought from being in pop culture, I thought those little orbs were gonna be more of a thing. They are in the sequels. Okay, because those Phantasm little... two is pretty orb heavy. Okay, the orbs were cool. I was like hyped for those orbs, but there was like one orb yeah it, it made an impression but the second one they kind of got a budget so okay there's a so gold like, orb in the second one all right so uh, would like it be the, worth to watch at least the second one i say the first three are at least probably worth watching they're just okay. weird they're weird movies and it's really hard to follow and they're yeah. sometimes give a shit about what's going on for me at least well, nothing uh, makes sense in that mo- in that first one. Yeah. The second one's kind of just crazy for it's like, I don't know, there's a lot of explosions. <laughs> like, it's a crazy, it's a wilder movie. Like, a lot more effects and, you know, the I tall might, man I is, might... like, melting into fucking goo and stuff. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, well, I, I might put that on <laughs> sometime soon. Yeah, they're just, they're, they're odd movies, but they're kind of fun. You could watch the... Uh, Joe Bob. Well, they don't have Phantasm Two on there because I think there's rights issues and stuff. But three and like four are on a Shutter with Joe mm. Bob. He did them for a Christmas special, but but they don't have two on Shutter. No. Huh. Yeah, it's stupid. Well, okay, I'll have to track that down. Different studio made it. Yeah. Okay. Or something. I don't know. Uh. Weston Blakesley plays Hadley, the main dude, uh, Diet Garland Briggs. Uh, he's in The Refrigerator, Pleasantville, A Cinnamon Roll Story, A Carpenter's Crux, and Presto. Uh, Scott Spicer plays Mike, Hot Hot Los Angeles. 30, debt-free, and far from happy. Uh, a conversation with an ad man and an astronaut. These Whoa. fucking titles are crazy sometimes. Yeah, they really yeah. are. Uh, returning Binder alum, Juliana Deaver plays Louise Watson. She was in Sasquatch Hunters last time, and she played another character named Louise. Uh, that was also the movie she did what? directly before this movie, yep. and it's the one right before it in the in the binder. It's wait, crazy. what? What is what? Are Juliana Deaver plays a woman named Louise in two back-to-back movies released back-to-back, and they are in that the binder crazy. back-to-back. It's this. It's like the best. Um, this evidence is for so like good. why 
the binder is being put together by someone who works in the film industry or who worked on these movies, right? Like, what are what are the chances? I suppose so. Yeah. That that Juliana Deaver plays Luis twice in two back to back movies. It's the best evidence we have for a higher power that coincidences like this happen on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah, this happens yeah. like every couple of discs where we're like, that's really odd. Yeah, that like someone who worked on this works on on this one or yeah we've had this co- a couple times now it's like what's going on what are you trying to tell us binder we're not joking when we say the binder has a has a devious and mysterious malicious energy we, we're not kidding it's not a bit yeah i mean you've seen how far the year has gone right <laughs> it's all the binder it's all the binder's fault we're trying our best to make it through it for everyone's sake once we close the book the badness will go away. Yeah, we'll we'll hope. Let's hope. <laughs> we'll we'll live in a if utopia. It did. If as it soon did. as our podcast ends and we start living in an amazing <laughs> utopia, I'd be okay with that. To like take the blame of like we could have stopped this. Why? What? Why would you want to take the blame for that? Because like of all the things, things, things would be perfect afterwards. <laughs> so it's like whatever if we have the hubris to take the blame for everything that's happened in the world that since the beginning of 2019 then it will will in the better times when we're done right Very although although if that was the, <laughs> if that was the case it'd be pretty shitty of us to make this podcast every other week and draw it out for another <laughs> year yeah that's what i'm saying i don't know why we'd want that on our own conscience uh maybe not uh, maybe i'll reconsider that yeah, we'll we'll let you know next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> next time. Uh, Sarah Lilly plays Beatrice Watson. Uh, Amazon Women on the Moon, Gremlins Two, the new batch. Yo, apparently the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> it's up there. Uh, Secret Agent Four Twenty. Uh, Eating Whoa. Out Two, Sloppy Seconds. <laughs> In honor of that movie, let me just. <laughs> Uh, whoa! Uh, <laughs> I think you meant the secret agent for twenty. I know, I know. <laughs> Not the eating out too. I know. <laughs> I'm, well, sorry. <laughs> Atheist anonymous and hashtag married for life or married life, married life. Uh, Renee Dorian plays Gwen. There was these. How many people were in this movie? I don't know. There weren't as many people in this fucking movie. It felt movie. like there were like three people. Renee Dorian plays Gwen. Stupid teenagers must die. My stupid cat. Enter the naked man. <laughs> Wait. She was in two different movies that had stupid, yeah. stupid in the title. Yep. <laughs> stupid oh, teenagers me. must die and my stupid cat. And enter the naked man. I don't even sound like they're part of the same stupid franchise, you know? <laughs> Just stupid. totally two unrelated yeah. movies with stupid in the title. If it was like My Stupid Cat, My Stupid Teenager, right? you know, that would be something, but it's not my, that. My stu- it's the stupid cinematic universe. <laughs> it's the stupid. It's the stupid. It's the stupid verse, yeah. I want yeah. this now. TM. Into the stupid verse. Into the stupid, stupid idiots didn't think uh, of this beforehand. Cludeless, I'm Dating a Mermaid. Pups Alone, A Christmas Peril. Randall and Hilda are not a couple. Uh, and Rhett Giles plays Sean. 
uh, another uh, Binder alum uh, from Jolly Roger, Massacre at Cutter's Cove, and Dracula's Curse. That's a twofer. Hmm. We have two Binder people in one movie here. Has that been from... done before? Yeah. Wait, I has that been so. done before? I don't think so. I feel... Really? I feel I like know. it has. Maybe. I Where we got like two has, recurring people? I think we almost did <laughs> with... <laughs> with... Um, was it Dracula's Curse? Wait, did you read Dracula's Curse a second ago? Yeah, that was the one that Rhett Giles was in. Okay, incorrect. I'm sorry about that. Jolly uh, Roger? We, someone, we, we've we seen a few people from Jolly Roger So we come back. thought that Dracula's Curse was the Asylum Dracula's Curse, but it wasn't. And I made this list, I made this sheet up before we think we recorded our Jolly Roger oh, right, right, Curse right. episode. So so Dracula's Curse is not applicable there. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. Wait, so Interesting. was Red Chow's in this movie? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, he was in this movie. Who was he? Sean. Are you fucking kidding the kid? <laughs> what? Sean was the kid, right? Not the kid. Like the, the young one. The young the one. The, the the thief who the came thief in after. The guy? Yeah. yeah I the guess young so. boy? The boy? That's the, the, only, little... that's the only person that could conceivably be Sean in this movie. Because the only... Well, what about Mike? Mike was the... Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. there were four <laughs> men in this movie. There was the killer... The dad, the son, and Lawnmower Man were the only four <laughs> men in this movie. <laughs> Lawnmower Man credited in the credits as Lawnmower Man. Wow, that's stupid. Um, I love that. I that's think kind of great actually. Was I think Mike was the dad? Yeah, because Mike was the was the phantasm no. guy, right? And he was the dad. Reg Rick was the dad. Rick is Reggie Bannister. Wait, Mike Sean. Who the fuck are these people? <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna put the movie on. Who the fuck are these people? It starts out with him. Uh, look in up the... who Rhett. Look up what L- Rhett Giles looks like. This is. I don't know what's going on here. I shouldn't have put this many names on the, the list. I'm sorry. Um, he's not good. He's not good enough to have a picture anywhere. There he is. <laughs> Yeah, there he is. Good enough. I don't know what he's in. I don't know he, him. He was. Oh wait, no, he was in a different. He was in a different vampire thing where he played Van Helsing. Uh, yeah, he was Jolly Roger. He was the Jolly Roger in Jolly yeah, Roger. That, that doesn't really matter. He's too. And then yes, he's in Mangler Reborn as Sean. Okay. And he was also. You know what movie he was in before? Oh, he was also Van Helsing in Dracula's Curse. Oh, no, the different the other, okay. the other one. The other one. Got okay. It. okay. Uh, so he I'm was also he was also in a movie called Frankenstein Reborn yeah. right before this has the to Mangler. Be totally unlistenable. It's fine. <laughs> so I'm looking at this. Okay. So Rick was the dad. Ride. Rick was the dad. Mike was okay. the son. Right. I know that. That's for a fact. I'm looking at their pictures here. Who is Sean? Who the fuck is Sean? Who's Sean? Who is Sean? Was there another dude in this movie? Who is Sean? Who is Sean? I'm just going to look up who is Sean in Google. Sean Bean. Oh, you know who Sean, Sean was? Bean. You know Sean who Sean Hannity? was? Sean, Sean was the boyfriend who left the girl in the beginning, I bet. <gasps> You're right. It the can't only other be man. anyone else. It's the only other man in this movie. Okay. All right. 
So let's go. Let's get into the movie. That's all the okay. actors. Okay. <laughs> now that that's out of the way. Now that that's all the way, let's get into the film, The Mangler Reborn. So we open with cold this open. Husband and wife. Shit. Hold on. Keep oh going. I took notes. I forgot to grab my notebook. I have what it said at the beginning of the movie. I wanted to read it out loud. Keep going. Oh, the we'll pres- right okay. Okay. Uh, there's a little title I have card. A movie right here. <laughs> Whatever. She's already ran away. I know, but I'm trying to see if I can beat her. Possession. Uh, the state of being possessed <laughs> or controlled as by an evil spirit or violent passions, madness, frenzy. Wow. Got it. Ha, ha. All right. You got it. <laughs> uh, so the husband and wife are uh, uh, yelling at each other. I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're yelling at each other. She's like, you bought that thing. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to fix it. You bitch or whatever. I don't know. He's like, they're doing <laughs> He bought it off the internet, I think. And it's like he's obsessed with it. And he, yeah. Um, yeah, can we rewind it a second? Delivery Rew- of yeah, yeah, yeah. We can rewind just a second. Yes. So, you bitch. This movie opens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How does it open? This movie opens with a quote or a, or a definition, a dictionary <laughs> yes. definition, yes, and it reads. Oh, does it? It reads it verbatim. Say? Possession. <laughs> the state of being possessed or controlled as by an uh, by an evil spirit or violent passion, madness, frenzy. Whoa. That is Thank how it you. starts. Thank you for reading that Thanks. quote. Thank you very um, much. It's important, and I wanted to discuss it a little bit. Is Can it you... important? <laughs> uh, well, it's important because I don't know anyone get that. Get... Does he get possessed in this film? Who yes, he's definitely got a thing going on. He's possessed by the spirit of the mangler. Okay, he's got like, a condition. Him being possessed isn't pivotal, I guess. In that, him uh, being possessed doesn't come up ever. It's just a thing that he is. Do you know what I mean? Like, like that definition coming up at the beginning of The Exorcist would make sense because her being possessed is a pivotal plot thing that they're trying to, like, figure out. But sure. him being possessed here is just him killing people, and at no point is it addressed. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. don't really need to know. We don't sure. need to know yeah. what the definition of possession is for this movie. No, not um, really. Not and really. also, it's really interesting because... Can you only because we're not like litigating that, right? In the movie, exactly. Can you be possessed only by evil things? I take I take some issue with this definition because it seems like the word possessed can only be used to describe a bad thing. I've never heard of. Well, I've heard of like more neutral. I feel neutral. like it's got a negative kind of. Yeah, possession. I like inhabited might be like. Yeah. A better yeah I I'm yeah possession seems negative. I guess but... if you're like talking about someone who is like possessed by like passion or something, like but I just like possessive you know like just yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's always kind of like anytime there's you being possessed I've never heard I don't know if I've ever heard anyone say like oh I was possessed to do this good thing I was inspired I was I don't know I feel like obsessed maybe but not possessed I've heard it be used in like a t- in like a way that's like not necessarily negative but definitely skewing I, I guess a bit negative where like someone is like you seemed possessed in that moment like you just had to go do something you know what i mean and it always seems yeah. like it was at some detriment but it, it doesn't necessarily mean violent it just means like sudden and like 
unshakable. I don't know. Anyway, it just it was a this movie has it, it, it opens with a dictionary definition, and I just feel like that's really weird and ballsy for some reason. Like it feels so self important, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that's a lot of these movies. I feel like that's actually a really binding element for a lot of them. Yeah, is <laughs> just uh, yeah how seriously they take self righteousness. Yeah, yeah. Um. I also I wrote down that he really looks like the general from Twin Peaks, the mm-hmm. colonel, whatever. Yeah, um, Major Briggs. Major Briggs, like so much, except not at all charismatic. Um, and it's insane that she. Okay, first of all, she's like, "You've been five. You've been out of work for a week. How are we going to pay our bills?" As if like a week, like maybe I don't know. It didn't seem like they were doing yeah. a lot of uh, good financial. Um, uh, they weren't they weren't keeping track of their finances really well. He'd just been fired for a week and they're already in ruin. Um, I mean, I, I was, mean, I could get that. What is I, it? How, how, what's the percentage of how many Americans live paycheck to paycheck? Yeah, I guess I don't so. Know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, probably right on the poverty line. Yeah, they they do live in a house and he just made a big machine purchase. I don't I mean, know. He's sending his daughter. He's probably paying for his daughter's fucking college. Yeah, it just on a goddamn whatever he is HVAC workers, you know, salary or whatever. I don't so know. So he gets this machine. Uh, he's like fixing it up, right? He's also still wearing a work suit with his name yeah. on it, even though he's been out of work for a week. This is Hadley. <laughs> it's Hadley. Yes, Hadley. He's got this a little his... name tag that says Hadley. His name's on it. Yeah. Uh, so he is fixing up the mangler. It's like this weirdo machine. Uh, and he's like, oh, like. It mangles, folks. Yeah, it mangles, folks. It's purpose. It mangles. Uh, he goes like, oh, like, I'll, I'll fix you up or whatever. Like, don't, don't you worry. And then he like gets eaten by it. His hand like falls in. And that is what sets the whole thing off is like he becomes possessed by the mangler and his body is falling apart uh if he doesn't feed the mangler oh so he's like yeah that's a dream i thought that was a dream that is no that's like his wife like wake up in fear right after his arm goes into the yes 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 and then she gets up i thought that was a she's like afraid that the you know his obsession is going to consume him. I didn't know that was. Yeah, it's, he's well, forced to feed it new blood to stop to stop his corpse from rotting. The next, because the next thing that happens right after she wakes up is she goes in to check on him, and he hits her with a mallet, his weapon of choice. In this, he movie. bonks her in the head he, with the mallet. Yeah, he likes to bonk people once, and then they fall limp and dead forever. <laughs> it is yeah, this dude, and sometimes they don't die. It's yes. amazing. It's the sometimes, least effective thing he could his, do. Sometimes they swing is so pitiful. Yeah. Well, no follow through. He just kind of, you know, it's just, just in the wrist. Him. He just kind of, bonk. Yeah, bonk, well, and then draws right. his hand all the way back. Well, the yeah. thing is, sometimes they die. Sometimes they faint, and sometimes they just get right back up. And he's right. doing yeah. the same thing each time. It's it's inconsistent he doesn't like try to like do like a swipe like a more heavy swing yeah no he just clocks him on the head a little bit and makes yeah either they die they faint or they get up immediately yeah 
with uh, like no discernible damage after that. Right. They no, like no one ever bleeds from their head. No one gets concussed. Right. They just uh, either get up as, or they. I mean, hold on. Everyone I think being con- concussing. Everyone being concussed would make this movie make a whole lot more sense. Because <laughs> everyone's an idiot. Because everyone's the stupidest piece of shit on the planet. No one could get out of this goddamn house. Which it's a it's a house that is designed that people can't get out of. But also, like, Come every on. time they try, every time they try to get out, they seem to forget that there's a killer in the house with them, and they just forget to do anything about that. Yeah, <laughs> they like fumble with. There's keys a lot for of like minutes. Yeah, there's a lot of like chatting and like not looking. You know, just like trademarks. Yeah, there is at least three <laughs> different marks, characters at different points in the movie who pick up his ring of keys and try to unlock mm-hmm. the door in the house to get out. And the second they put it into the key, he comes up behind them and bonks them on the head. Three <laughs> fucking times that happens. It's just like, look. Like, they just gotta look behind themselves. Yeah. The the second time, the, the, the last time it happened, it happened after a girl, she grabbed a wood plank to protect herself. And then instead of finding him and beating him to death, or at least knocking him out, she goes to the door and then he hits her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Um, so, so like, only, like, uh, there's, like, three entire plot points in this movie. Yeah. Uh, girl gets, has, like, the worst day of her life. Uh, I actually don't know what the fuck. Oh, yeah. Her, her boyfriend uh, so leaves. Her right? boyfriend leaves. So, well, she gets so, fired. Well, Mangler, job. guy is trying to, he feeds his wife to the Mangler. And then, hold on. And then it cuts and he's to the all pos- worst. He's all possessed. It cuts to the worst opening credits I've ever seen. That was a cold open, all of that, until he feeds his wife. And then it cuts to a piss yellow newspaper clipping opening. That yeah, is piss Christ. absolutely disgusting. Yeah, that yeah. photo. Um, one, of the, one of the clippings in the thing, I didn't read all of them, but the one that stuck out to me was just said in all capitals, Machine is haunted. <laughs> Machine's haunted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Machine's haunted, Bob. That's a good uh, line. Yeah. So, uh, girl gets her her boyfriend leaves her. She gets kicked out of. She gets fired uh, from her job, and then the man, the guy comes. Hadley comes in and bonks her on the head and kidnaps her. Um, she well, she is gets in the shower first and is a full tit shot. Yeah, her. they yeah. zoom in on and she's her crying. Boobs. And she's like full weeping after, like, it's really such okay, an odd juxtaposition. Here's, of, it's here's 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 awful. Here's one way of being like uh, schlocky with it. Uh, you open on the girl with the shower, uh, and you see her boobies, and then you do like, okay, then this person leaves, and then she loses her job or whatever. So you get the empathy afterwards. That's one way to be schlocky with mm-hmm. it. And then they choose this way, right. which is even more sleazy, where you have empathy for the character first, and then you just ignore all that. She's crying, right. and you show her boobs. And then... The, it's the thing so is, strange. And I was like, this, fuck this movie. That's the mm-hmm. only part that they ever are like have nudity in it, yeah. right? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's such a weird... Like, they had to put that in for them to sell it, but... 
who the fuck is going to know there's boobs in this movie? It's not like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, this I wasn't is, expecting it. Yeah. Because it's it does, really odd. It wasn't that tone. It's really odd. I think, and uh, then she gets out of the shower to uh, and puts a robe on to answer the door and answers the door for like the plumber in a full, like I am naked and wet basically. And he comes in and she's just like, oh, okay. Like who the, <laughs> get dressed first. <laughs> Uh, so the plumber is Hadley. He bonks her on the head. He bonks her on the head. She, um, yeah, there's a lot of, sorry, but that's, she, there is, there is certainly a lot of like porn logic to a lot of these movies, you know? Yeah. yeah. Even taking out the fact that one of them was a pornography. Porn. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? That, I feel like that was the best movie. Dark yeah. Passion actually had yeah. somewhat of a logic to it in some way. <laughs> It justified a lot of its yeah. um, shit in a way that a lot of these other movies don't. That movie had someone... Like the, this one I, especially, yeah. The last ten minutes of Dark Passion is seared into my head. It's so... The good. shotgun in the pool dive <laughs> yeah. that he does. Like, it's so fucking good. I just... I'm astounded that that movie had someone... He walked into the room of people having sex, and the people were like, what the fuck do you want? Get out of here. The porn had that. Um. <laughs> so this, she gets up. She doesn't die immediately from the bonking, but uh, she does get kidnapped. She like manages to like go away or whatever, or like run away a little bit. And he chases her. Well, she's hiding a lot in her house. This is a really extended scene, which is makes you feel like the whole movie is going to be him kidnapping people for a little bit, but it's just this scene. Yeah. Um. She hides under a bed. And, like, he pulls her out, and then she grabs her heel and sticks it in his fucking ear. <laughs> yeah. It's gnarly. Her, yeah, it's stuck inside his head. This movie is gross. It was, yeah, it is. It's really gross. Um, He, like, pulls it out, and he starts gushing blood out of his fucking ear. Uh, That's rad. It's pretty cool. If I don't know. It, it has there were, a... like, the, the moments where they were doing stuff, I was like, oh, this movie's kind of rad. But then they stopped. It had the same effect on me as, I think, Joshua, in that a lot oh, of the violence no. in that movie felt really, like, mean-spirited and not fun mm-hmm. and super serious. And then it, so it just felt really gross. And the same felt, like, here. Like, even though it was him getting hit a lot of the time, every time there was gore, I was like, this is gross. I don't like this. This isn't mm. fun. <laughs> I, I, I mean, agree. Mileage may vary, but like, interesting. Um, yeah, that's my take, though. It, it, I agree with that. It didn't come from a fun place at all. And it's weird because a lot of these concepts could be fun, like a dude getting a fucking heel in his head and the mangler machine sounds and seems like it would be fun. And I feel like they try to imbue that with it a little bit, but like I don't know. The vibe of this movie is just like it's, it's nasty. not fun. Yeah. Um, can we please I want to talk extensively like at length about her running out into the yard and him <laughs> picking her up in a sack <laughs> and that whole scene because it's happening with a dude running a lawnmower in the foreground <laughs> I have to like watch yeah. th- I don't recall 
He she runs out you of the don't house. Recall? It's like the best part it's of the movie. So good. He she runs out of the house and is trying to run away, but trips a couple times, and he catches up with her, bonks her, I think, puts her in a sack and carries her back into his van. All the while, a dude is lawn is mowing his lawn really loudly, so he can't hear or doesn't see anything that's happening. And yeah. like he gives the dude a thumbs up as he's driving away in his van, and then he's like just. Every time it's obvious that the dude is carrying a body, you know, the, the guy mow the lawn is just out of sight. It's like, yeah. a, you know, silent gag. The, the like dude, a Looney Tunes thing. Nice. Yeah. The dude mowing the lawn, <laughs> when he stops, right before he gives, a, gives the mangler man a, th- a thumbs up and says, like, oh, good job, you're a plumber. He <laughs> stops mowing the lawn. He reaches into his fucking jacket pocket pulls out a little plastic bag with half of a dry plain bagel and starts <laughs> eating it. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta see this bagel. Wait, <laughs> I'm almost at that part. It's one of the most baffling things that I've seen in this binder. It's incredible. Okay, so I'm, I'm looking at the part with the lawnmower, man. Uh, a Half of a thin dry plain bagel he she is in the sack he's he's really funny oh this is good it's good oh he's putting he's going into his pocket he is taking out the bagel (laughs) oh my god it's like the bottom (laughs) half of a bagel it's like the bottom thin half of a bagel not even the top like big half not even like a whole bagel it's not a whole bagel it's half a bagel that he had in a plastic baggie for when he got a took a break lawn mowing he's not even done (laughs) go back inside and put some fucking butter or cream cheese on that you psychopath where's the god yeah it's not even like toasted right no No, it's it's a plain raw dry bagel (laughs) that's so fucked up (laughs) that's the worst thing in this whole movie i think he's the real (laughs) mangler is that a uh, joke? Did they think that was funny? Did this dude show up on set? Did this dude show up on set with a bagel and they're like, you have to put that in the movie? I think it's, I don't know. Is it that or it's just, oh, we need this guy to eat something. What do we have? Yeah. Um, we need it like literally right now. And, <laughs> and someone we'll was like, some... oh, I got this half a bagel. Yeah, I was going to toast this later. And they're like, nope, put it in a, <laughs> you know, you have a bag for it. Dan, Shoot. what yeah, you I just guess. said is also insane. The concept <laughs> of carrying around a plain, untoasted half of a bagel <laughs> so that you could toast that single half later. Have you ever eaten half a bagel and saved no, the other half? No, this was the half? other take. They had a whole bagel. They did two okay, takes okay. at least. Okay. And so the, you know, they wisely split it in two. Alternatively, this was mm-hmm. in the script and they had like a stack of untoasted dry plain half bagels so that every time they had to or, cut and switch this, like do another take, he had to eat another bagel. Yes, you're right. Maybe this is their friend, like who they know just loves untoasted raw bagels. <laughs> And so they gave him a cameo in the movie and let him just go to town on their fucking bagels. Yeah, they had a, like a $30 bagel uh, budget. And yeah, he, like there's a bagel tray right off screen for him to just keep scarfing down as they got this shot right. You know, I mean, it's a tricky shot, so he probably had to eat a ton of 
you know, bagels. Yeah, it's like one of the few shots in this whole movie where something interesting is happening in Much one parts. part of the screen, but it's happening in two parts of the screen. So they must have like been tired. And what? So they had to. What was he doing in the shot? Describe it to me one more time. Who? The guy, the lawnmower. He was standing there. He turned the lawnmower off. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a plastic bag. And inside of it is like a, a Ziploc bag. Yeah, yeah a little Ziploc yeah. bag. And in half of it, or in the bag, is half of a plain, <laughs> untoasted, raw bagel that he <laughs> proceeds to eat. In the middle of his lawn. In the middle of his partially mowed lawn. Yeah. What? <laughs> I. If this was a Star Wars movie, this dude would have an action figure. <laughs> I want an action figure of this guy now. Are you? I want kidding? the. I want the. I put it Wikipedia right next to made. what's his name, Marv. Marvin. Yeah. <laughs> Can we make it a fucking shitty twelve-inch like life bagel man, bagel yeah. lawnmower man with bagel accessories, lawnmower <laughs> man with. <laughs> You can put it in his hand and bring it up to his mouth. <laughs> and, and it's funny that he's, his name is Lawnmower Man because people will be like, oh, like Stephen King. And you'd be like, you yes. don't even know. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly like Stephen King's Lawnmower Man. <laughs> yes. With bagel. I, I mean, the notion of a dude snacking on half of an untoasted plain bagel is like almost Stephen Kingian, right? Like yeah. this is like a weird character in the background of like it. This is one of Pennywise's forms to scare children. <laughs> Maybe that's what they were doing, trying to set a real unsettling tone, you know, so you know that, that, that something's so not you- right. You know? So are we? Like the, are maybe we the mangler's effect is reaching outwards into the town and causing them to do weird shit. Are we officially inducting like this guy into the Binder Hall of Fame? Oh, I think sure. so. Of character yeah. returning characters, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Can Bobby Monster. It's Cove. It's Bobby it's Monster. Man. It's the Cove. It's Bagel Man. It's the door it's the kicker. Door kicker. Yeah. I was just gonna say, could you imagine the door kicker like kicking open a door and finding? the lawnmower man with bagel on the other side like, that would just be awesome i just want this like, universe to exist like the in scene it. in the shining where the kid opens the door and it's the fucking bear yes. giving the guy a blowjob but it's <laughs> the bagel it's man. giving the lawnmower man with bagel a blowjob yeah i can imagine that <laughs> lawnmower man with bagel is my fucking favorite thing i've ever experienced <laughs> Tell Liz that they're gonna do assignment. <laughs> yeah, can we make like oh can there, can we sell a T-shirt that's like those? Yeah. Have you seen those T-shirts? I think it's a T-shirt of like the action figure cases. Like oh yeah, yes, but yes. Oh, it's a shit. fake one of them, but with the lawnmower man with bagel action figure. <laughs> yes, yes, that would be good. Holy shit! It's yeah. I don't. It it latched on to me. I wrote all in my fans notes. Fans of all, everyone listening to this, we want Lawnmower Man with Bagel uh, fan art. Uh, we want uh, fan fiction. Fan fiction. We want merch. We want everything. We want this guy to get the whole shebang. Please. 
Um, I literally wrote in my notes, this guy stopped lawn mowing for a second to take half of a bagel out of a bag to snack on it? <laughs> that question should just be on a shirt. You know? I paused the movie and I said, Liz, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that should be our first official merch. What's the who's what's who plays this guy? Because uh, I want a shirt that's just lawnmower man, and then you know credit dots, and then that actor's name. No, it has to be lawnmower man with bagel. with bagel. Okay, because yeah. otherwise he's the lawnmower man, which is a different character. Lawnmower man with bagel, and then um, the credit lines to credit that man. It's Jeff Burr. Yeah. It's this man. I sent a picture. Jeff it's that's his IMDb Burr. picture. Um. He's mostly known as a director. He uh, directed oh my the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. He's their friend. Like, he's just a guy yeah. named, oh my god, this <clears throat> is amazing. Te- Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Yeah, he directed Ch- Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Like, Stepfather 2, Puppet Master 4 and 5, and Pumpkinhead 2. shit. Yeah. Uh, can we get him on this show? Oh my god. Yeah. Can we make, first we have to make merch and then say, "Hey, we're using your likeness on this." I don't know how this that works, but uh, flatter him with merch is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. We made merch of your likeness. We'll give it to you if you say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Holy shit. Uh, so then we cut to these guys and they're casing this house. Absolutely fucking that shit crazy that it cuts from that to two they're in the car for like five fucking minutes talking about nothing it's a long scene (laughs) it's a a seinfeld scene they're talking about nothing and they're casing this house and uh rick banister or uh uh, not rick uh, reggie banister goes in well hold on and they're talking about like what's his face his house right it's uh yeah Hadley. It's the Mangler's, Hadley. Right? It's the Mangler's house. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Because, like, they're not just casing houses. Like, at one point, he they're talking. They started out by the dad smoking, and the kid is like, um, why are you smoking? And the dad's like, I get nervous. And he's like, and he's like, you're one to talk. And the kid's like, I quit smoking, like, a week ago. Like, there's, like, a little mini non-smoking ad in this fucking film. It spends, like, a full couple minutes them talking about smoking, and then the kid, like sees a picture of his mom he's like why do you have a picture of my mom in here <laughs> like it yeah, doesn't he like they start talking about like their divorce and shit yes like, he, at one point he's like you know uh she's not getting back together with you so and it's like whoa kid yes this guy, and then just shut the fuck up it's your dad and then none of that matters yeah. at all yeah. it doesn't come up again then the, the dad isn't yelling like oh i wish i saw my wife as he's getting mangled like oh. Maybe it's just so that when he does get mangled, you care about him more because now you know more about him. I would I would have cared about point. him if he didn't get bonked like a fucking idiot. Well, um. Well. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a piss break. So do a piss break segment. Shit. Or keep talking about the movie. I don't care. I'll be right back. <laughs> I, I have a good quote. I want to read. I'll wait till you get back. Um. Okay. Uh. Fist break, fist break, fist break. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Do you have any? Um, I've been watching The Mandalorian again. Do we have Star Wars stuff? Shit, we want to talk cool, about? cool. I don't know. Yeah, that's, my dad wanted to rewatch it before the second season came out. So that's cool. I've been watching it with him. Four days till that comes out. Yeah, that's pretty wild. 
I'm excited. Um, the Gina Gina Carino, whatever her name is, she sucks shit. Yes, that sucks that she's in the show. Yeah. Apparently, there are rumors of her getting a spinoff too. Ooh, um, nah, I don't even. I don't know. I've never really thought she's like that great of an actor as well. Yeah, so it's kind of like I don't know. She's not. Ter- I don't know. She's fine. Yeah, she's got presence. You know, which is more than I can say for some other, you know, more technically skilled actors, but yeah, I suppose, but I don't know. <sighs> it's weird. Never really it, been like, a, I, I could do without her, you know? I, yeah, I totally, I get you. I think that she did a fine job in the, in the first season. Um, but recast her because I'm sure someone can do a better job that isn't completely transphobic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really funny though. Like she has like, like fake pronouns in her bio on Twitter to like be an ass about it. And Pedro Pascal has his pronouns in his username on Twitter, I think, right. which is really funny. I wonder what the working relationship is well, between I the two of them. I swear there was a tweet that Gina Carano sent that was, like, along the lines of, uh, Pedro's talked to me about this, and we've had conversations, but, like, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, uh, okay, so you just aren't listening and don't care, so, okay. Yeah. You're just bad yeah. at being a person. Right um yeah, yeah it's it a shame it, it does it is a shame um i'm still carl weathers too i wonder because i'm pretty because carl weathers i'm pretty sure is a cool dude yeah so yeah i don't That's, know it's good to know um yeah as I don't far know, as I'm, i know he's pretty cool i'm hoping that uh hope that she doesn't get too big of a spotlight going forward like they realize that it's more trouble than it's worth um hope so but i'm still excited for season two really excited see some ashoka i've been reading i've been trying to like continue with my full canon read through yeah Yeah, i stopped right after revenge of the sith um (laughs) and there's a few comics how sad is that it is really sad i was in movies the whole reason you're doing this is because of movies and they killed the momentum of yeah your what it's your uh you know I mean, it sucks, too, because, like, there's a lot of stuff right after Revenge of the Sith that I was really excited to get to. Um, Jedi Fallen Order is is right Mm -hmm. there. I'm excited to play that. Um, I've been reading the Ashoka book, and it's pretty good. Ashoka? I don't know why I say Ashoka. Ashoka book? um, It's pretty good. I like it. Uh, Yeah, I want to try to get through that. I skipped over some comics that I want to go back and read. The comics are always pretty bad. How can you do that? I know. It's... I want so to... disappointed. I know. How can you even consider yourself still on the same path? I I know. I mean, They're the really comic. Strained. This comic was where the first issue was where they revealed that uh, Sith lightsabers are red because Sith tortured the Kyber crystals and make them scream with pain. How is that not something I want to follow up on? Oh God, I'm, I'm back. Hi, we were talking. Why does Star Wars, Star Wars have to be stupid? <laughs> We were talking about Star Wars on the piss it, break. Wow. Yeah. Um, Star Wars. I think Star Wars is the best when it's stupid, but only if it's stupid in the right way. <laughs> yeah. It oftentimes sure. yes. is stupid in a bad way. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But then, but see, then I think it's not stupid if it's stupid in the right way. I think that's that takes intelligence. Yeah. Or at least, or at least, I don't know, art, craftsmanship, artistic, I don't know, ability. I don't know. 
Um, like my dad was arguing, why doesn't Star Wars have back cannons the other day on their ships? I'm like, Dad, because they're World <laughs> War II ships. They're not spaceships. And he's like, yeah, but... And I'm like, just because he doesn't have a gunner, so there's no... You can't have another gun. That's just how it mm-hmm. works, because, you know... That's a stupid yeah. in a good way, because it follows an internal logic. Mm-hmm. But, uh... But, I don't know. Making, Imagine- the, making the rocks sad, I think, is stupid in a dumb way. Imagine if making the rocks sad was was uh, like a the co- rocks sad. Oh, red in the new canon in the current canon, uh, Sith lightsabers are red because uh, Sith torture the Kyber crystals into being red with pain. Okay, hold that on. was re- hold on. I love that. That was revealed in Darth Vader, uh, <laughs> Dark Lord of the Sith. I think issue one, whatever That's the dumb. first. That's dumb as shit. I love it. It is. It is very stupid in a in a really dumb in a campy way. I just think. I think the point is that a lot of the stupid (laughs) stuff that the expanded universe does is so incongruous with the stupid stuff that the movies and the TV shows do, and that's why it feels so weird. Like if the movies were even the prequels aren't part of a world where torture where their lightsabers are red because you torture the crystals. Do you know? Like. It's yeah, so like weird. it's just not again. It's just they're so focused on answering these questions that you never had. That now every time you watch the movies, you're like, I don't know, like how do you get a green? Like do you give it a hand job? Like is that how you get a green? <laughs> like I just don't, you know. I have these questions now that I never needed to. I don't know. Exactly. Wow. It it it, it breaches into a area of knowledge that you. That was completely obscure. That, that some you, Jedi would you know? claim to be <laughs> unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if they... Right, once you open up the question of why this specific lightsaber is red, then you have to answer the question why every other lightsaber is a different color. You have to, because you, you open that, that brief. Right. You have to answer it, or it's just weird that you didn't. Whereas before, it's just like they're just different colors, because right. that's how it is. Like, why can't it, why does it have to always be this incredibly winding path from any element to another? You know what I mean? Like, why, I don't know, can't it just be like an, I feel like Occam's Razor should just be, like, employed when storytelling. Like, if it's just red, just let it be, because they're red. I don't know. Because they're bad. It's red because they're crazy to me that, like, as a storyteller, that's a thing you'd be, like, focused on, even, you know? Right. I don't know. I just find it like who gives a fuck about that? Yeah, it's but it's I weird. Know. I mean, like the actual explanation, I think, is campy and fun and stupid, and I dig it to a certain extent. But just like the, the how it fits into the larger story is just odd. Um, it just sounds like some. It sounds like a dark crystal thing. Like it sounds like something else yeah. a little bit, which is cool. But I don't know. Right. This is weird for Star Wars. I think sometimes. Yeah. It, 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 you know what the thing is it's hey like here's a, hey here's what here's my explanation why are there the red ones and why do the bad guys have the red ones oh because they get their lightsabers from like a, the bad like a planet where it's bad and it's they get it from there. the evil cave yeah like it's just an evil cave and it's like red rocks and stuff like that's it like okay and then like all the other ones you get like where the jedi are stationed they have like good planets so they have good rocks Right. That's it. That's all you need. It's just like it's the, it's where you get them. You know, you get them from the evil caves, or you get them from like good caves. I guess. Yeah. 
The thing with Star Wars—that's it. Is That's really all. Weird. You don't have to torture no rocks. It's just you know some rocks. I, really quick, Dan. You said that like the we got to get back to Mangler. Really quick, really quick, Dan. You said that like like the way that the the crystal thing sounds like it's from a different thing. That would almost be cool if Star Wars was just like a unified universe of like really weird like imagine if star wars was just crazy and different pieces of information you plucked out of it sounded like everything was from a different source i would almost dig it if they leaned into like this is incongruous and we're just doing what's fun and stupid Mm -hmm. in a way but it feels so self-contained and serious that when they put in these weird explaining elements it just doesn't feel like it fits but they're not going crazy with it you know what i mean yeah yeah I, i don't know I understand I just, what you're saying. They're, they're trying to conform and also be really, by, be like weird in the same path. And I think that fit. might be part of the problem too, is just know it. Like, I feel like anytime I hear that stuff, I know, like, none of that shit's ever going to be in a movie. You know what I mean? Right. And maybe it will. Maybe I could be wrong. But it just, it always feels like such like, oh, that's such tie-in material shit as opposed to like, oh, this all feels like a unified story type of yeah. thing. You know, like, it, uh, it doesn't, I don't know. It like breaks the verisimilitude or something i don't know i yeah i yeah i totally agree i mean i i mean the movies have been getting weirder i mean i don't know yeah the Adding last one certain elements and shit but it, it but to me a lot of that stuff it always just feels like meh, i don't know it feels like tie-in stuff which isn't necessarily a bad thing but i don't know the tie-in stuff should feel like you could it, it should be compatible with the other stuff um yeah now this is podcasting. I at least prefer mangler? it to be. Yeah, no, the mangler. I got um, mangler <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay, really quick. There's I'm a quote. A bit, but a few more minutes anyway. How? There's a quote oh, in the god. mangler oh, my god. before the dad leaves the car where he says, "In this world, there is only room for one asshole to his kid," which I thought was funny because. What? He's the kid was being a dick, and he's like, "Kid, if you uh, there's only room for one asshole in this world," That's <laughs> what he said to his kid. Um, wow. The dad breaks into the house. He spends about fifteen fucking minutes slowly looking around in every single room before yeah. he finds a bunch of wallets in a drawer that all have cash in there. He thinks the dude's a thief. He then hears a girl screaming. Uh, it's decides the, it's to- the girl from before. Yeah, he decides not to rescue her. He gets bonked. You never oh, wait, see him no. again. It's not the girl from before, is it? Because there's then, two girls in there. Because then uh, uh, Hadley comes home with the girl in the back. Yes, yes. So there's already so it's a girl another in there. Girl, yeah. He brings the girl home. The dude, the dad is trying to get out, but like all the doors have all their doorknobs taken off. And the, all the windows are bricked up, so the only way in and out is by putting a key in the, the lock and, like, actually opening the door that way. Um, there's, like, blood all over the walls. He doesn't see the blood the first time he goes up the stairs, even though it's in his face. Because mm-hmm. then he turns around yeah. and he's leaving, and he's like, oh, there's blood. I think there's something weird's going everywhere. on here. Everywhere. Everywhere. Um, he gets bonked, and you never see him again, I don't think. You know, I think he's just gone at that point. Does he um, get mangled? He gets mangled, assumingly. I don't think you actually see it. Uh, okay. The sun comes in, we'll tries wait for to look... Reggie Bannister to go. Yeah, just get off screen mangled. I mean, that was on your gravestone. Wouldn't you be a little proud? I guess <laughs> off mangled screen. off screen. Oh, actually, <laughs> but give me a headstone that says, "Here lies Dean Ridgway." 
mangled off screen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of would love that. It'd be pretty great. Um, so the kid comes in looking for his dad. They're communicating via walkie-talkie, and the, the dad like is now MIA because he, he got mangled, obviously, but the kid doesn't know that. He comes in, gets locked in again uh, like an idiot, stupid person. Um, he is just trying to find his dad and he can't find his dad. The, the mangler, uh, leaves. He goes in after the mangler leaves. Um, and he's trying to like, he's just trying to find any way out. Um, and this happens for like 30 entire minutes. So long. It could have been a minute. It could have been, this movie could have been a short film, but they decided to extend it out to 80 minutes. Much like all of our podcast episodes. Oh, and uh, they do the music. Have, did we talk about the music? That's like... For like... It's a lot. It's really loud and it's really grating and bad. It's like... Yeah. I love it. Um, it's amazing. It's pretty good. We'll put it in. It'll probably have been underneath this whole episode, so you stop listening at this point. Yeah. Um... I'm going to blitz through the plot, and then we can briefly talk about it, and then whatever, or if we want to. Uh, the kid is trying the to find a way out. daughter comes home. Well, he's trying to find a way out. Home. He's discussing with the woman in the room. He decides not to rescue anyone, um, I think, and then he decides, I will rescue you because I can't find a way out. The daughter comes home. He communicates with her through the door. Before she can like, like help them or even figure out what's going on, uh, the dad comes home, and she's like, hey, there's somebody in the house. What's going on? Where's mom? And then he just bonks her on the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, without any fanfare, he comes into the house and doesn't look around. Like he just, he just I guess the the fact that someone was in the house glances off of him because he just deposits his daughter in a room and takes I think one of the other girls and mangles her. So now the only people left are the son, the the naked girl from the beginning, and then the daughter. Um, the son retreats up until like an attic space so large that it reminded me of the attic from Arrested Development um, because <laughs> he has, like, a view of the entire house that he can spy on. Yeah. Um, he tries to steal the keys. Uh, he is so quiet when he's stealing the keys, and the second he gets back out in the hallway, is like, running and jumping and breathing loudly and jangling the keys around. So, of course, he gets bonked right away um, and then dies. He gets mangled. and But not before he managed to open the door up. Uh, for the girl, she escapes. When do we see uh, the mangler uh, like eat the bowl of blood or whatever? Do you remember um, that? that? Yeah, that was before the kid died. Yeah, he was in the the. Um, this is fucking weird. Yeah, because he just he just drinks a, a bowl of blood to rejuvenate, and then he his like his fucking skin heals up when after he drinks the bowl of blood. I think. Yeah. You mean oh, not the mangler. You mean Hadley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the human mangler. Yeah, I really don't know exactly. The vessel, the vessel of the mangler, the the human mangler avatar. Yeah. Um, the girl escapes somehow. The other girl escapes too. He's eating a bowl of blood like it's cereal. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, Um, the other girl escapes. They team up. I think. Uh. Shit happens. They fight the mangler a few times. Two minutes of this film. Yeah, the girl, the one girl dies. I think the daughter dies. She gets killed. The other girl keeps trying to survive. She gets a plank of wood. She beats him over the head. She tries to escape. I love how this is all in like the middle of the day. 
It is all in the middle of the day. Um, it's just the house is so bricked up that it looks like night when you're inside the house, but then it cuts outside and it's right. full-ass bright out. Oh, the girl, the main girl, she escapes his... She escapes him while he's chasing his daughter by hiding inside of, like, the... The... Uh, oh, the shoot. The... the the shoot of the, like, of blood shoot. Yeah, it's almost like um the refuse. Refuse or like scrap, like the scrap pipe of the mangler. She's hiding she goes down into it into like the sewage room of the house where all the scraps go. And um then the mangler is fed the daughter and she's the girl's crying down there and he knows exactly where she is. So he goes down to check on her and she climbs back up the pipe. And uh, this is the part that fucking angered me. She climbs back up the pipe and knows he's coming because she, because she must, because like she's escaping him. She's she's like obviously knows he's gonna come into that room. So he she goes up the pipe. She grabs a board of wood and still has the key to get out. She goes downstairs, doesn't look for him, goes over to the door and tries to unlock it with her back to the rest of the room armed with a board she doesn't try to fucking do anything in regards to him it was baffling to me i hated it she mm-hmm. was annoying she got bonked in the head um <clears throat> i think he takes her up to like be mangled and she manages to like get him in the machine too uh but not before um he goes i am the machine or something mm-hmm. and like has like half his face ripped off mm-hmm. and it's like machiney it's like terminator kind of uh, they both get put in the machine and it like does its chopping thing and it mangles it mangles. And we talked and about, it... we should probably describe the mangler. Yeah, go ahead. What it is. Yeah, go, go ahead. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? There it's it just is. like a conveyor belt like with a, a com- bunch of like, like mechanical articulated yeah. arms that terminate in like cleavers and knives. Yeah. And then there's yes. like a rotating saw thingy that it feeds you through it's kind of horrific looking but also goofy yeah. as shit it could definitely mangle some people yeah it's definitely uh an adequate name for it um it's kind of just unpleasant mm-hmm. it's not really like cool looking no it's just gross yeah it's not done in a fun way it's just really nasty and i hated it yeah. um so okay so they both get mangled it cuts to black and at this point just the fact that it's like okay so like sorry the fact that guy feeding a crushing evil machine isn't fun like come on it's like guy possessed by evil machine who wants to crush and, and eat shit and it's a not fun slasher movie it's like boring and gross yeah like that should be awesome and and that should be so cool there there it occasionally tries to flirt with being like really um like subdued like there's a lot of shots in the movie where like the one shot he brings the main girl up the stairs and he's gonna feed her to the mangler this is like right at the end and the Mm -hmm. shot stays on the stairs for like a good couple seconds afterward like zooming in really slowly and all you hear is her screams upstairs and it almost seems like it's going to be a little bit it's not going to show you her getting mangled it's just going to just going to you're going to hear her screaming and that's mm-hmm. effective and then it cuts to her being mangled or it cuts <laughs> right. to like them up there like it keeps trying to be really not 
super explicit and then it cuts to a really gross explicit thing it's just it's it's bonkers it also is really weird how the first part of this movie is in a different house and then it becomes saw you know yeah kind of yeah like you know yeah. you know what i mean um at the, at the end of this movie is makes this garbage to me i think the way this movie ends is really stupid because he and her both get mangled in the machine mm-hmm. and then it cuts to black and then it cuts and then it's a house a different house and he's walking up to the house yes he, he, he back his his spirit is continuing to mangle and the last shot of the movie is a zoom in on his fist holding a briefcase and a hammer like oh it's his signature weapon he's going to bonk some more and then yeah. it cuts to the credits and this fucking movie has the gall to have a no music credit sequence as if it's important <laughs> enough at least as if it what you just sat with was so shocking was so shocking that you had to have silence to process yeah, it you this really piece needed of to just sh- sit with it it's so i would have preferred the 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 buddhist rock buddhist rock ever <laughs> The mm-hmm. most, the most butt rock, the stinkiest Honestly, ass rock in history. When you were just talking and about to talk about the end credits, me too. I was like, wait, what butt rock did they? Yeah, play? like I, I couldn't even. When you said it was silent, I'm like, oh, was it? I didn't even like. I couldn't even conceive of that. Because I was when you were now. saying like, oh, you got like, I thought you were going to mention the music, and I was like, it was so unmemorable, it might as well have just been quiet. But you're saying it was quiet. It was quiet, <laughs> dead quiet. It pissed Amazing. me off so much. It was so, it was so anger inducing. I, I was physically upset with the decision wow. to to make this movie important. Did Joshua end with a butt rock music? I'm almost positive it did. Like I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of other movies that, that end with silence. <laughs> they raised him in total darkness. Oh my god! Wait, this is a great song, actually. <laughs> yeah, can we'll we go get, edit it into our Joshua episode. Can um, we get a uh, Viper slap back together oh, and shit. do and do another Dark Demon in the Walls? <laughs> yeah, why not? Dark Demon in the Walls is so fucking good. What other movies <laughs> end with credit? Would end with with silent credits? Avengers: Infinity War, like. What the fuck does this movie think it's doing? Bow, wow, wow. They fed him all kinds of creatures. Bow, wow. <laughs> Bow. <laughs> all right, I got to get ready for <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, you got keep the episode going. Well, what's your, well, is there any goo in this one? No, the Damn. bowl of blood was kind of gooey. Uh, what's out of five mangles? What do you give this movie? I don't know. Two, two. Yeah, one right. two. Yeah, yeah. You got a you got a favorite scene? Uh, I guess the lawnmower scene. Lawnmower uh, made yeah. with bagel. How can it we're not all be gonna we're all gonna say bagel, lawnmower really? made with bagel? Yeah, lawnmower man was my favorite scene too. Um, I gave it a one out of five. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's, it's pretty bad. Flirting with a point five, but I'm giving it a one. I think I'm giving it a one as well. Yeah. Uh, no goo. No goo. Lamar man favorite scene. All three of us. 
Yeah. Uh, that should be it. I guess, Dan, That's if it. you want to head out. Um... Okay. okay. All right. Bye. See you, Dan. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Fun. <laughs> See you next next time. All right. Dwellers have dwelling. <laughs> bye. Gotta go to work. <laughs> bye. Bye. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please give us an email at it came from a basement at gmail.com. It came from a basement.com is your hub for all things ICFAB. Follow us on Twitter at BasementCast. Uh, join our Discord server. Please donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash itcamefromabasement where you can get bonus episodes of movies recommended by patrons with exclusive Discord roles. And there will also be retrospective episodes every 10 binder movies. Uh, give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can find us uh, Google podcast spotify stitcher pod fix pod uh baloney pod prosciutto <laughs> pod salami uh pod well, soprasada look for us in the deli meat section of your local supermarket yes uh i'd like to thank nick vittori for our artwork and mike wood for our theme song oh no next time we are watching the 2004 film Lucky, directed by Steve Cudden. It is not available anywhere, and aren't we lucky to see it? It's a dog movie. It's a dog movie. Uh, so. There's a, gonna be a dog, and is it a scary movie? Is it a horror? Um, do we, off do the we not top know? of my head, I believe it's a movie about a guy who's being compelled to kill by his dog. Okay. Cool. That sounds... It's a binder movie. That sure. sounds like a binder movie. I was going to say it sounds fun, but it's probably also very mean-spirited, but we'll see. It's probably really bad, but we go into it thinking this might be fun. Okay, okay. Uh, and if it is good, then we'll be lucky. <laughs> Alright, and remember, friends, <laughs> dwell well. <laughs>